pantsless reading something on her couch and the Perfect guy time. had a laser pointing and was pointing the laser at her butt cheek for the cat to pounce on claw. <laughs> Funny. Well, hello Hi, there, everyone. stream. I hope you all enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. You shouldn't be. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is it that time? We are, we it live? is, in fact, that time. We are live. Okay. They can see all of our beautiful faces, and they can hear all our wonderful voices. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Are we sounding <laughs> off? Is that us sounding off? <laughs> That's apparently our sound off this week. <laughs> Just super unenthused, because Hello. this is going to be an interesting session. Uh, Hello and welcome to Let's Get Rolling Tabletop. My name is Jacob. I'm the DM for the game, and I'm joined by my players Amy, Antonio, Roger, and Tingle. Yo. Uh, we are going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, continuing our ongoing campaign. Uh, who wants to tell us what happened last time we played? I don't. I don't know why Do you it. asked this. Do it. Like I'm notoriously bad at this. I'm. Yeah, I'm the. I'm. Do it. I'm okay at this, I guess, but it, this is apparently my new role. I am the lore keeper. I must, I know all, see all, and will tell all. I am the Lorax. I speak, I speak for, the for the trees. And for some fucking reason, they're speaking Vietnamese. Anywho, during our last session, uh, after we had finished cleansing the town of the evil spirit, uh, we started onto the road again, uh, moving a little bit quicker because the rain had started to come down a little bit harder. Uh, we make it up towards the crossroads where we see up to the north, a carriage that looks like it's having a little bit of trouble. Uh, upon getting closer, we realize that this is not only a carriage that we know, it's the carriage that left from Bintel, uh, before us that same day. Uh, meeting up with some of our old friends, Ollie, Smallington, and meeting some new friends, Seven, his brother, and a pair of elves that I don't remember the name of, that I will probably need to remember at some point, uh, spoke with them. Dwarves? No, there elves. Were, there, the... were two el there were two elves, two dwarves, and a furball. Yeah. <clears throat> you didn't get the uh, name of the furball, one of the elves, and the other elf you got the name of, but you talked to him for like a second, so I wouldn't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, for like two seconds uh upon seeing that they're going to continue up north towards Collis's crown uh made the tough decision especially tough for Varys, to let them go on their way because we had more pressing matters uh returning back to the crossroads doing a quick just scan of the area we also noticed that there was an impression left on the ground uh our mighty hippo let us know this and told us it reminded him of what he had seen a person that he had fought earlier a couple sessions ago uh, Mr. Uh, Famiris do, throwing a stick into the air and seeing where it pointed uh, knowing that he was heading off towards the east we still stuck to our uh, our plan and started heading west closer to the city of Floris uh, Floris is run. Uh, as we start getting closer to the city, we found an upturned... Not caravan. Uh, upturned cart 
with corpses just spewed out everywhere. Uh, upon finding one lonely survivor and some very difficult roles, <laughs> uh, we learned that this was a group of bandits that had been slaughtered when they had tried to attack our mysterious elf lady and her two metal friends. Uh, upon knocking the bandit out, the soul bandit out, and writing bandit very clearly across her forehead so everyone would know until she either took a bath or somehow found a mirror, uh, we continued on our way and got to the gates of Floris's run. Upon arriving, we had one of the uh, stewards of Ventus, the god of the winds, appear in front of us, terrifyingly, almost getting absolutely fucking wrecked, uh, handing a bones to our fair, small skeleton, Tiny Bones. Tiny Bones quickly opened this letter, read it to themselves, and learned some very harrowing details, and then tried to rush us to the inn, saying that they were tired. Upon reaching the inn, getting a very nice room, uh, Tiny Bones informed us that the letter was sent from our good friend... Oh god, what was his nickname? Why did I not... Lucy, thank you. Our good friend Lucius, uh, saying that we were in danger. The Lord of Bentul was murdered. And based off of how much blood was on the note and the fact that the quill seemed to have snapped at the end of the writing, we all inferred that Lucy is probably not with us either. Uh, Varys begins to check around the room, make sure it is safe, and upon using one of his spells, sees a small orb floating above tiny bones after explaining what he saw we are informed that this may be some sort of divination magic knowing where the person is tracking them or possibly watching and we came to the decision that it is safer that we don't leave tiny bones and we go speak with the oracle right now good and you forgot that it took you like 25 minutes to decide if anybody wanted to go somewhere and then the whole thing. We got, uh, got to condense so, all that. Our indecisions don't matter. Moto. <laughs> you're sitting next to a campfire having just left the town that you'd come to shortly after your exile. Your head is kind of ringing and the last guy you fought hits you pretty hard. So you've got that got that the waves of just a little bit of dizziness, whatnot, but you but you know you're heading towards another town, just getting away from this one, getting away from the sea. You're sitting there near the fire, cooking up whatever Moto decides to eat when he is traveling. And it's an alright day. It's a little overcast, but uh you see a man, late forties, early fifties, walking down the road and he Waves to you, says, Hello! Um, spare a bite for a hungry traveler. Uh, <clears throat> I'm on the road. I'm by myself. Yep. Um, I just recently left the war. You just recently left a town that, like, the first town you came to after the war. So I'm just starting to reacclimate. Um, yeah, I reckon I got enough for you. Go ahead and take a seat. 
Much appreciated. And he sits down and he starts warming his hands. And... <sighs> I, I probably do fruits and veggies. Huh? I know that hippos can eat meat, but they usually eat vegetation and stuff. So I'm going to say that that's canon. Um, okay. I'm going to toss him, you know, an apple or whatever I think is would suffice as people food. Yeah, no, he, he takes whatever you give him. Much appreciated. It's been been a while. I've been I've been all over the place. Things have been gone to hell. What about you? Oh, much the same. Just kind of making my way. I uh, saw you fight back there. It's impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it. Quick question, though. Why, why, why are you fighting? Why is anybody fighting? Well, many reasons, my friend. I just do. I don't know. Figured it's a, a good way to keep a living, keep moving, not be beholden to anybody. Doesn't matter if I don't show up to work. Doesn't matter if I do show up to work. <clears throat> what happens if you're not there for a fight you should have been there for? I'll let you know when it goes down. And uh, you, you kind of like look at the fire and you look at this man and this man is, you know, his beard is go has got like that gray shock in the middle, uh, the brown hair kind of pulled back and uh, this guy's face is weathered and he's got that look that you know all too well of a, a guy who has seen fighting on the scale that you have. Like this man has seen some shit. Been through the shit. Mm. You don't know why you're fighting, do you, boy? I'd, I'd say I don't have a reason yet. Well, the way you fight, I'd, it's pretty terrifying when you do have a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Considering those bouts are just for fun. Yeah, he, he gives you a chuckle. Where'd you get that? And he points to your arm. To the uh, tattoos, I'm assuming? Yeah. Uh, Do you keep them covered? Um, honestly, I don't know. Um, Are they covered right now, yes or no? No, they're not covered at the moment. Uh, oh, well... Uh, it's, it's a long story, probably best forgotten. Well, that thing is most likely best forgotten, but it's out now. And uh, you you stare at him intently as he says this, because yeah, that's the way some, he says this. Yeah, that, that thing leads me to believe that he's talking about the deity, so he has my attention. Deity? Protect it, can't you? And he stands up. Uh, I'm going to slowly start to stand up. Mm -hmm. He reaches behind him into thin air and pulls out a long, slender sword. And I'm his armor changes. <laughs> He's wearing traveler's clothes, but in this moment, like you blink and suddenly there's a plate of scale mail. 
Then uh, show me. And okay, we're back at the bar. Uh, roll initiative for me, real quick, because we'll be. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, am I having a? F oh no. You're Did everyone dick. just fool around with a god besides Varus? Is he just over here like, I like metal, and everyone else is like, oh, yeah, the god of okay. death follows me personally. Oh, I stole from him. <laughs> Apparently. Fucking <laughs> lord. I rolled a seven. Okay, well, you go. No, you don't go for you. He goes first. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so we're back at the bar. It has been a long day of travel, plus the news that Lord Benthel is dead. Everybody is kind of exhausted, scared, however you feel about this news that you have just gotten. What are y'all doing at this bar in Floris' run? So we decided last time that we were going to rest before we went to see the Oracle, right? And get some food. Yep. That's what you're doing. Um, are you doing like a short rest, like an hour of just sitting, eating food and... Okay. Yeah. yeah, warming it's, up by it's the fire. To get, yeah, it's starting. It's like eight o'clock. You guys are gonna eat, and it'll be like nine something when you go. Wait, Jacob, <clears throat> did you say roll a strength check? An initiative. I rolled a strength check. Well, you're fighting, so initiative. That makes sense. I just heard strength check. I don't know why. I'm sorry. How dare you? <gasps> it's a four. Sorry. Four. <laughs> okay. Are we going to click the short rest button? <laughs> yeah, sure. You guys can talk, talk amongst yourself rest. while you're while you're sitting here at the bar. Did we take a long rest? We're or taking no, a we short rest. Okay, short rest. None of you were really hurt during no. the last stint. So it's I get my spell back. That's pretty much it. Uh, so, one second. So, uh. E. Go to talk to lady. We see if they can prevent other people from hearing our conversation. We hear what they say. Do we tell her anything that we know? Should we, like, tell people I... about what's happening? I feel like we need to go to her, talk to her figure out what's happening with tiny bones with that spear mm -hmm. and go from there tiny bones okay. uh, tiny bones don't tell people okay you don't think we should tell anyone yet tiny bones don't tell okay well oh I hope the town is okay Well, if, uh, if we're done here... Uh, <laughs> you you hope which town is okay? What are we talking about? Uh, yeah. Oh, Benthol? I mean... Yeah, there's no way for us to find out besides going back. Yeah. Maybe the Oracle will know. Yeah. Um, what about, what about your little bird thing? Can we send that thing to go, uh... Take a look-see. I would rather just go myself to the temple. No, I, I meant to Bentle. Uh, can my... I think it'd be too far. It's way too far. It, Moto does I mean, not know that? Uh, With a spell, you can't, like, give it commands unless it's nearby, like, a certain range. 
but like you could theoretically send it there, but it'd take a ton, ton of time and you'd lose access to your familiar. Yep, yeah, until it came yeah. back. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good idea. Alright. I, I give a quick look around the room, remember where everything in this room is, mm -hmm. and I'm going to take my... I'm going to take, because I have traveler's clothes along with my regular clothes. I'm going to take mm -hmm. my traveler's clothes and kind of drape them over the... You said there was a small balcony. The door to the balcony. I'm just going to drape them over the handle. Sure. Uh, well... You guys you guys have put a piece of furniture in front of the door? Yes. Already? So putting something in... Like, you'd have to move that piece of furniture to do that. Oh, is the was the piece of furniture covering the handle also? Yeah, it's a big piece of oh, furniture. Okay. You moved like a whole dresser over there. Okay, then never mind that. I'm just going to put it on the back of a chair. Sure. Okay. You never know. They may try and move things and find <laughs> anything if they come invade our room, and now I'll know because my shit won't be there. Possibly. Okay. They're going to touch uh, my laundry. Don't touch my jacket. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Those dice like me. I don't like that sound. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Well... Like, I guess, well, we know where we're going. Yes, we go. Yeah. You have directions. Yep. I guess we're going to head out and start <clears throat> heading towards there. Okay. You guys walk out in the streets, and it's like 9, 9.30 at night, so not a whole lot of foot traffic and stuff like that, but there are still, you know, people going to bars, having a good time, some people having a bad time, you know, there's people sleeping on the streets. Uh, you can see every so often a... Uh, heavily armored individual will come patrolling like there's not a whole lot of guard presence here but there is you know these heavily armored individuals and then there is the normal town guard um the heavily armored individuals have the uh the not teplar uh paladin mark of solra on their chest plates uh -huh. Uh, I'm gonna keep just an eye out for. Hold on, real quick. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You said the paladin mark of Solra. Uh -huh. Mm hmm. You've Good. seen this mark a lot, but not the ones that were in the most important place. So when the regime change happened, did the insignia change? Yes. And this is the new insignia. Okay, we're good. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Moto almost decking a paladin. Uh, <sighs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna look around for anyone that I like see more than once. Like I'm gonna keep paying attention sure. as we're walking, and if I see anyone that I've already seen as we have walked, I'm gonna be like, mm, and make note of that, and be like, oh, someone's following us. Yep. Moto's mm -hmm. head is on a fucking swivel. Like, he's just because he he knows that they're not part of that regime doesn't mm -hmm. mean that he trusts them. <laughs> 14. Uh, Moto also makes me a perception check. Come on. You're super perceptive. Hippos know everything. Hippos know everything! <laughs> Apparently they do. 
I don't know. I rolled pretty well. Proud of you. Give me a second. Get the game log up. 19. Okay. So, Varys, you don't catch anybody tailing you. You don't see, like, people who you see multiple times. Uh, Modo. About, like, an hour into your walk, you're passing by the what you can assume is like the judgment grounds the place where you know any paladin that has caught somebody in an act or something like like just where they go to do the judging things um hold on my child is calling me it's okay i need a second anyway we will be quick break Yep, we'll be right back. Go deal with some children's.
And we're back. Sorry about that. Drop my phone. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, clunk, and one. Uh, Gotta make the DM look like just an absolute joke. That way, when he kills our characters later, it's our fault. I mean, duh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he, as he you doesn't were... need your help, Ferris. <laughs> I'll be rolling a new character soon. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you do. You might have died before the campaign started. <laughs> Look might at that. Have. Retrograde death. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. Um, I don't have spells to bring you back yet, sir. I need, like, one more level. Can you wait to die till then? It's no. fine. You're not even there. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, years before I met you. <laughs> Just gonna disappear. Uh, so, as you pass by the, like, essentially the court grounds like it's a it's an, a larger area with like pillars and stuff like that it's not like a courthouse it is a like an amphitheater where people get judged um one of the guards that is stationed there the symbol on his like his paladin symbol is a red fist with a red sun corona and that one is way too similar to the other ones yeah i'm gonna and kind of wide berth him. Okay. Yeah, obviously, obviously that does not hide anything. I'm an eight foot tall hippo. <laughs> You're very big, and you're probably the biggest person here. Yeah. So, but that's what I did. Uh, I'm gonna see that and be like, "Oh, everything okay? Did you see something we should be worried about?" Uh, I'd I'd say uh, that remains to be seen, but uh, let's Gosh not you. let's not dilly dally. Start picking up my pace a little bit. Yeah. Uh, my hand is now like firmly on the mace. Like sure. Yeah. Yeah. You. It has not every... been pulled off of the little hoop, but it, my hand is just firmly resting on it in case something happens. I'm assuming the entire party's pretty on edge. Yeah. Uh, you guys had directions, so it's pretty easy to find. Like, there's the the massive bridge that spans this very wide river, um, and you can see there's like a path going down one side of it to get to like the arch, and inside the side of this bridge is where you were told that the uh... oracle is. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember the name of oracle. Hurt me. Were the, the, the lady, the pretty lady. Oracle. Yep. Yeah, I have to take a minute. <laughs> oh, poor baby. Yeah, he's being a turd. It happens. Which one? Silas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
I've already clicked the thing. Hi there, we're back. Hey, okay, we're done now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys make it down, down the the a lot of lot of steps. You know it's gonna suck coming back, but like for now it's fine. Going downhill towards the bottom, where like the river is almost like meeting the platform that this uh, like archway is going into the side of this hill. Mm -hmm. um, but you made it to the oracle. Who goes in first? I am. Is uh, it, there's a door? I'm guessing. So I'm gonna it's knock on the door. Oh, it's just an archway. Uh -huh. Oh, I'm just gonna like Leading peek down, my head in. Down steps. Yep, I'm just, just gonna like, like peek, peek my head in, see the stairway, and be like, "Ooh." I can go in first. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then I'm gonna like try and squish myself against the wall. That way they can get past easier, because I am a large person. I'm sure. going to quickly enter behind her. Okay. Because I well, hold on. Are there any symbols on the outside of this church? There's a couple symbols, yeah. Any that I should be wary of? None that you recognize. Unless you want to make a religion check for me. None I'll of the one. Church of Solra. This is not a Solran church thing. No Church of Solra, but in there the is. <sighs> this people got me on edge. All right, I'm I'm behind her, so that way I'm not out in the street anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys um, have gotten off the street pretty completely. Like, yeah. there's no other thing here. This is just what this entrance is. I'm yeah, going I'm to... just worried that like something's gonna, someone of those guys is gonna walk up on us like a patrol and be like, "Hey, what's up, you fat, ugly hippo?" And then Moto's gonna go to jail. <laughs> I know you. Yeah, not yeah. Moto's not gonna go to jail. The party is gonna go to jail. <laughs> we know how this will go. Uh, I'm gonna wait for Tiny Bones to go in front of me, and then I'll be at the end of the line. You guys start making your way down the stairs. It gets extremely dark, um, like pitch black. Oh, you're still going down. If it gets like so bad that I can't see, I'm just gonna yeah. like Nobody pop out. See. I'm popping out the drift globe. Sure. You pop up the drift globe and you can see that it's shining light on you and your friends, but the space around you isn't being illuminated. Oh. Um, as you are walking down these steps that you can't see, uh, little lights start forming above your head in patterns uh, and uh, intricate shapes. Um, can I make a, I guess, survival or a nature check to see if. I can tell what those are if they're constellations because I know she's. They're, they are constellations. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. You don't have to roll for it. Like. Can you, I tell what constellations they are? I don't have any like on me at the moment, but like, yeah, you can. You, there are some that because your background, you would be able to pick out and see. Like, yeah, th this is that's the constellation Ursa major. That's the constellation of. Big bear. Hmm, I don't think we have a big bear in this one. No! There has to be a big bear! There's Ventus. But uh, when I start noticing that, I'm going to shut the drift globe off and see how much light Mitch, is being prepared. Make a 20 world for me. Just regular? Uh huh. Okay. 15. There is a group of, I think, six. Five or six of these constellations. Mm -hmm. And you hear faint singing from one of them. Oh. 
And they're following us, or are they no, stationary? Like, as you're passing, it, it, it's, they're all stationary. I but... stop. Okay, you stop. Is I look up at like the grouping. Is this like a song that I've heard before? No. Oh. You're unsure. Like the way that these are set up is, like, it's a grouping of stars, and it looks like people over time have tried to make lines to see what these are. Mm-hmm. But it never comes out right, and if they ever try to map them, they move. So, like, it's kind of like the moving stars that they can't mm. really map to anything. But mm. one of them in is singing to you. Is it one? It's the constellation, not just a solo star, correct? Yeah. That is singing? No, the and one I, I, solo star of that constellation is singing to you. I can... And it looks like people have tried to draw lines to connect them. You know that people try to. This isn't like okay. they're all just a formless constellation, just kind of like shifting. As I'm walking, can I start to hum that same song? Sure. Anything happen? No. I'm gonna keep humming that same song. Okay. As I as I keep walking. Okay. Because that's as new. You, yep. As you're walking down this thing, like you've got the constellations above you guys are looking. Uh, Tiny bones, you looking at any in particular, or is you just kind of looking in wonder it's very pretty yeah uh eventually you see light coming from below you you can now see like forms of stairs and stuff like that as the drift globe starts to emit the light actually reaching the sides of this uh mm -hmm. work stone tunnel and you come into a very nice it's like a lounge kind of thing there are couches plants that are still living uh the ceiling is just completely black with this other constellations but it's nice warm inviting there's a fire in a fireplace um and there are four doors any body at all down here nope any markings on the doors nope oh I look back at the party and I I, oh. I count us and go, uh, uh. You see the cat winds between uh, Tiny Bone's legs and runs up to one of the doors and goes, Row! and just sits. I I start walking towards the door the cat is at. Does the I cat start do anything? The cat. The cat looks at tiny bones and you guys get close to the cat what are you doing i'm just cat. gonna keep walking towards that door to see if it like if the, i'm trying to I'm in Varys's head he's trying to figure out if like the cat was signaling that tiny bones should go here yeah, as, or that we all as should soon go as, here as soon as Varys, you approach the door it looks at you and goes yeah okay nope i pop mm. down in front of the cat and i pet the cat i didn't he come here for it. any door i just wanted to pet the cat <laughs> get a walk back and go um are you gonna make so, us split the party i think tiny bones I think, I think tiny bones split there yeah uh everyone get really really quiet i'm gonna roll perception to see if i can hear that tune that i was humming through any of these doors or any noise sure. through any of these doors sure roll perception check fuck me if it wasn't specifically designed for you, you wouldn't have heard it. But you start hearing it from the door on the far right. 
God. Hey. That's not good. I'm afraid. Um. I. So I told you all I can hear the metal and metal sing, and it's coming from. And I point to the door. Uh, that one, and the cat won't let me go through this one. So I think we have to go through different doors. Um. There's still that door. Yeah, I don't want to separate. Uh, Moto, well, uh, as you pet the cat, your hand kind of goes through the middle of it, and now there's two cats. Oh! I broke Ooh. the cat! And one winds around Uma's and goes to a different door. I'm gonna follow that cat. Okay. Okay, okay, Moto. Uh, we'll go yeah. that door. Put it back. Moto. Moto? It, uh, it's we'll okay. We'll go that door. I'm gonna point at the empty one. Yeah, I I think we have to go through different doors. This is obviously some weird magic. Wait, casting tech magic. I don't. I know the room obviously is some type of magic. I'm trying to see if the orb is still above Tiny Bones. The door in front of Tiny Bones is magical. Is the is there anything floating above? No, not door. Is the is there anything above Tiny Bones floating? No. No. Okay. But the door in front of Tiny Bones is magical in Conjuration. Yeah. Uh, can I send the other cat to now to Tiny Bones? The the other cat is with Tiny Bones. Is okay. like trying to get her to go to that door. I have a question. Yeah. Only the door in front of Tiny Bones is magic. Apparently. Yep. Do you I don't share like that, that with the class? <laughs> Barrett, um, do you share that with the class? Because we don't get to do anything or say anything unless you I know. Uh, Roger. So, <laughs> good news. The thing that was floating above Tiny Bones isn't there. Bad news, possibly, or better news. I don't know. Uh, the door that the cat wants them to go through is magic but our doors aren't do i sense anything magic on the other side of the doors or no you, it's full cover you can't okay. protect that i can't as long door. as it's not <laughs> and i'm gonna head towards the door okay everyone here's the plan 10 minutes in the rooms if anything happens come back out oh that's cute Okay. Uh, all right. He's he's either like telling us the truth or he's psyching us out. So I'm just I don't gonna care. go I'm to going, my door. I'm gonna go to the door and keep humming. Everybody once, goes into their door. Yep. Yeah. No. no? Tiny no. Bones. Cat. Once I get to my door, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say to the cat, friends come too. Now that I am at the door, just stares at you. Okay. And it Uma. starts winding around just you. I'm gonna call for Uma. Uh, the cat in front of Uma like pats your leg. Alright. Uh. Towards the other door. Okay. I was checking to see if Tiny Bones had to be the one to open the door. Mm. Specifically. No. I mean... You, you're not sure the cats are insisting you go in second door. Yes. I was trying to see if that changed once I got to the door. Huh. Um, so yeah, I go through the door. Now, although I am certain that there's a 
no no reason to be afraid. I'm taking the cat. <laughs> I picked her up and I hustled on my door. <laughs> this is just kind of like about to go in the the thing behind Tiny Bones, but you just <laughs> yoink it and run into your door. Uh, Tiny Bones, as you open it, is pitch black on the other side. You just go in. I'm gonna stand there and even though I'm not actually breathing. Yeah, you I'm, don't have to breathe. I'm moving my body like I'm breathing. Uh-huh. And then I'm gonna jump through the <laughs> you jump. jump through the threshold. Okay. The door closes behind tiny bones. Varus, did you go in your door? Uh yeah, I'm opening the door. Okay. You open the door and you see in front of you is a table with a small mm. About five inches by two inches ingot that's singing. And I've never heard this song before. It is beautiful. I There's no more care about anything else that's happening. I'm walking straight up to it. Okay, hold on. Uh, Moto, you open your door. And you don't remember walking in. What you do remember is the city that was behind you before this man walked up to you and started talking to you. Oh, uh, we're gonna That's go good. first round of initiative here in a moment after I get Uma in her door. So you just open the door and walk in, Amy. I was kind of hoping I can cast Augury. Augury, I mean. You want to cast Augury before you go in the door? Yeah. Okay. So you, this does take thirty minutes. And none of your friends come out for 30 minutes. Are you doing this whole... As you're setting up to do this spell, your friends aren't coming out of those rooms. Do you go that full 30 minutes casting this spell? I will go the full I think it's 30, 30 minutes. Time. I know we agreed on 10, but... Is 11. Is it an 11-minute cast? It is 11-minute casting time, so it would be like one minute. Literally one minute oh. past. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, no, it you take eleven minutes and then you have the thirty minutes in the future that you can determine wheel and well. Alrighty. Yeah, so just, what, do you, I... what do you what do you like using to determine like cause people use like runes, dice, cards. What do you what do you use for this spell? Just tell me what Uma would mm. use. Bones. It it probably would yeah. be bones, honestly. So you kind of like scatter Shoe the bones. Shoelaces and bubblegum wrappers. Say your prayers and you see the bones don't stop moving until you're finished talking and saying your prayer. Uh, and every single one of them lands on wheel. Which is the good. And then they all that start glowing in an iridescent white light. They look like stars. I'm even more terrified. Thank you. Uh, I will collect it and go inside my door then. Okay. You open the door, the cat kind of scoots right in. Uh, as it goes into the door, you see it turn into a spider. And skitters it. Did Moto uh, steal my combat buddy? A little bit. <laughs> How big is the spider, can I ask? Like this big. Alright. It's, it's not like spindly and like Sleek and stuff. It's it's kind of furry. It kind of looks like a jumping spider that if you just magnified it a little bit. It's a chunky boy. It's a chunky boy. 
but you head in. Moto, this man reaches back with his uh, what looks like a great sword, if it was like a uh, like a katana, uh, and he raises it to the sky, and you see a lightning flash, and he brings it down in a wide arc. Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Fuck. <clears throat> Not terrible. Fifteen. Take ten points of lightning damage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. It couldn't, in fact, be worse. And then he... You see him, like... You can tell with the way he moves that he could have struck again. But he just kind of, like, sets to the side and looks at you expectantly. Uh, his features barely changed like the around his eyes got darker uh his eyes are piercing and blue and you can do whatever you want with that information it is your turn okay so i mean he swung at me he and he swung me. in front of him but the blade you're still like 10 feet away and a bolt of lightning came from the heavens and smashed you boop he called lightning to you. Okay, so... <clears throat> I know what he's gonna do. Really quick, just because I want to make sure. Are you playing Moto from, like, ten years ago? Moto from ten years ago. Are There's they the a same cat here as now. Moto from today? Huh? Is Moto from ten years ago the same as Moto from now? No. No, they're different guys. So keep that in mind. I, I understand. Okay. Beat the shit out of him. Murder him. What do you do? I'm trying to think of how he would phrase it. Now, son, that didn't feel all too good. I, I understand you came here looking to give me a test. We're about to find out. <laughs> He's just going to put up his arms and get see, in there. <laughs> see, now if you fucked around, you now have you to, have find, to out. find out. <laughs> yeah. right, I understand man. you come down here looking to test somebody. And boy, you're about to get the test. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm going to get in there and start fucking swinging. Yeah. He's mad. Well. So Moto doesn't have a lot of ability to control his anger this early on. Right. Like, that's no, something that he's free, developed. That's fine. Okay. I'll, I'll mark it. <laughs> I, think that, uh, I think that that's just a situation of what he's going through. Yeah, right as now. soon as your heart skipped that beat when you mentioned <laughs> the thing you have and yeah, then it was stood up you were like fuck this like yeah. instantly you're right yeah i Understood. i agree he was he was not having any of this this was all too fishy he ain't having it um okay so i'm gonna bonus action activate sure clicky to right. knuckles I don't know how I activate those. <laughs> you just activate them. Okay. Um, and that then just I'm gonna, lets you do the ranged bit. I'm going to get in there. Um, so swing. Are you, 
You running up to him to attack him, or are you staying at range and smacking him with the tentacles? How far away? Is it? Well, he just he's, swung he's his fucking feet. sword at me. Oh, ten right, feet. But, yeah, but like the sword didn't even like come close to you. It was the lightning bolt that hurt you. Yeah, I mean, lightning sucks, but I'd say that katana plus lightning would suck even more. So I think I'll stay where I'm at. <laughs> so you just <clears> out <throat> the tentacles. Yeah, I'll, I'll toss toss a quick one at him. Roll. Oh no! Be careful. He has a moon veil. Oh god, that's what I'm. That's what I'm banking on. <laughs> banking. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means natural twenty, son. Nice. You do. All natural right, roll twenty. Your, roll your fucking damage, and Holy don't forget god. you have crusher. And I you have crusher. Do. <laughs> I do. Yeah, bud. And it's at the beginning of my turn. I have advantages on my next three attacks. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Holy fuck! Next three. Yeah. I'll be action searching, by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. That's three. That's fine. So, that's ten with the crit die for that. And uh -huh. then 2d6, because I crit that as well. Mm -hmm. oh, fuck me. Ugh. So, <laughs> 13 bludgeoning damage on the first swing. Sure. And then you whip out this tentacle and it just kind of like slams against his chest and his face, but he doesn't move. Okay. I'm going to do it again. Left hand. Sure. Advantage. Because mm -hmm. Crusher. Do it again? Did you smack him? You did. Smack him again. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Fuck. Oh my god. I Someone, would fight God and win. Did my phone's not here. Someone take a photo of that. This and is the crazy. 20 before it. Oh man. So we can have that posted in the Discord. Because shit. 9 damage and then 2d6. Hopefully I can roll more on my fucking damage rolls this time. I mean that's hey. 4. So 19 damage that time. God damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. All right. He's, did I mention that I was mad? <laughs> you you were Are you adding your uh anger dice or anger Rage. damage? Rage damage? No, I'm not. So that's plus 4. Mhm. Mm so 19 plus 4 is 23 plus how much did I do to him initially? 13? 13. Fuck me, dude. 36 damage, and yeah. I'm about to swing again. Action, Action surge. surge. Wait for it. Wait for it. I would like to rage. Oh my god. If I fucking, if I crit on this, I swear to Christ. Loaded dice on D&D Beyond. It's fine. No, I didn't. It's no, still a 23 to hit. 23 to hit. Yeah, no. Okay. You were just wailing with all of your might on this motherfucker, but every single attack, you can see the corners of his mouth kind of perk up in a little bit of a smile. 12 plus a d6. So 15 on that one. That's 51 okay. damage in one turn. Fuck off. With a level 3 <laughs> character? Level 3. insane? Level 3. <laughs> I mean... Hold on. Plus 2. Plus 2. That's 53 damage. Oh Sorry. God. God. <laughs> Fuck off! I know, I know. Oh man! To I be fair, why we don't fight more often. Why would we? We have Moto. <laughs> Fucking hell! To be Tiny fair, bones. if if, yes. 
any of us hit that kind of crit, we're going to do a shit ton of damage. You walk, <laughs> you jumped into the darkness on the other side of the door, and it gets dark for a split second. You don't blink because you don't have eyelids, but for <laughs> a fraction of a second that you would take you to blink, you see reality distort, and you are now on a cliffside with an ocean in front of you and a clouded sky above you with what looks like points coming out of it. Like points? rock points coming out of it. In the sky? Uh-huh. And in front of you is a sea crashing against the cliffs. Behind me? In front of you. You're kind of on like a like a small plateau that's raising out of this sea. Okay, so like there's sea all around. <laughs> and like a thirty by thirty circle of like land. a land. Okay. Yeah. Um, and how far above me are the points? It is so hard to determine. You don't know how big they are. You don't know, like, it's hard distance. to judge the distance because, like, the tops of them are shrouded in fog. Like, can I touch them? Oh, no. That's you reach out your hand. You reach out your hand, and you can tell they're a ways. If you'd like to make a religion check, you can. Okay. You've got this. <sighs> Big money, no whammies. Thirteen. Thirteen. It's very common knowledge where souls go after they die. It's the Sea of Echoes. Mm -hmm. And with the way the the like the water is very green and blue, like it's very aquamarine in color. The way that the, the waves are shifting gives it a strange look that, honestly, there's no other place that this could be. You are in this version, this world's underworld. Think like the plains of Hades and stuff like that. You are in okay. the underworld. Hello? It took you longer to go through the door than I expected. And behind you, you see the man you've met once before and stole a pyramid from. I'm, I'm holding on to the pyramid. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. This is where we would have gone if you had just come with me for a short time. But that's fine. Are... Hmm? Say it again. Who are? I am Corvir. Uma's friend. <laughs> Uma's friend. Uma friend. Uma's friend. Good. I, uh. Didn't know what would happen. I just know. You're gonna make Amy cry. Quit it. <laughs> it's just she's so precious. <laughs> now, people usually come to the place you have been brought to answer questions. To find out the answers to the question. But I have questions for you. What? Any bones? No, no things. <laughs> it might not be so much that you know them. And he takes a step closer to you. And he kneels down. And you can see the, the obsidian 
crown appear on his head again, and you mm-hmm. feel that that uh, the pyramid flash again in the same way that when uh, Uma used her um, turn undead spell, that it happened yeah. for you in like protected. That's now happening again. Whatever the effect was that made you run away. So How dare you? You're good. Whatever effect made you run away the first time, this pyramid is protecting you from it now. What and now you... you see you see the god in his actual godly form. Uh. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. I'm trying to figure out I don't think that I would know to be scared of this. I mean, you were scared the first time it happened, magically. But now okay. that magic isn't working on you, per se. Okay. So it's entirely up to you if you're kind of skeeved no, out I'm by not. that. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. Uma. You walk into a room that you see a table, much like Varys does. Behind that, you see a woman standing long... Uh, white hair. Please have a seat. She'll be with you in just a moment. All right, thank you. I'm going to go sit down and seat. She sets a couple things on the table and lights some incense and says, just close your eyes. Um, And you start smelling incense. Your head gets a little bit fuzzy. You you kind of feel yourself wobbling a little bit, but you're you kind of understand this kind of thing. You're from a religious background. This is a ceremony of sorts. And you feel everything go cold for a second, and then you feel a warmth like you've never felt before. And you open your eyes for just a moment, and you are standing in a black expanse with constellations shifting and changing in front of you. Ferris. Yeah? You rush into your door. Yep. And see this ingot in front of you. I'm picking it up. As you reach for it, Uh a hand grips your your arm gently, but firmly. Mm -hmm. I would caution against this. I'm just staring at them like, what? why? It is the same woman that Uma saw, but you wouldn't really know that. It's yeah. white hair. Uh, like, if you take this and see what it has to show you, the course for you is set and there is no going back. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> some... What is it? It goes by many names, but the one you would know is Mithra. Oh. 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 So, so when you say my course is set, is that a bad thing? For some. That's not a good answer. I don't care. I grab it. 
and she, we she risk it you, or the biscuit. Yeah, she yeah, lets your no. go. You just grab it, and immediately your vision just explodes in a starscape of unheard of proportion. Different lights. You, you know when people describe the astral plane, this is yeah. kind of what it is. It's it, different when, colors and it's when the bass drops and the acid hits at the same time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm peeking. <laughs> all right. Uh, Moto, he's going That's to take all another got. swing. He gets up into your face and grabs at you. Real quick, a... just uh-huh. for like showman's sake, whenever we were fighting earlier, he shocked me with electricity and I just fucking... <sighs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> That's all that happened. Straight up the vicious, most vicious fighting we've seen from Moto yet and probably haven't. No one sees it. And no, no one, one gets it. to see it. By uh, the way, this is lethal damage. He is not happy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Moto uh, isn't used to fighting non-lethal anymore. At this point. He rushes in and grabs you by like the shirt. He gets your suspenders in it and everything. And uh, make a strength check to get out of it real quick. As he is now trying to grapple you. I have advantage on all strength checks. I know you do. Dope. <clears throat> do you have on strength checks or saves? Checks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see it. Uh, you, he grabs you and you just kind of just push off him one more time and he lets go and you can see he smiles. You fight like a beast cornered. Good. And he takes another swing at you. It hits. Uh, take 12 points of damage. By the way, Moto, can you slide me the program you're using? That way I can get some plays <laughs> over here. Just Dude, please. I, she's right here, and she would not lie to save my ass on this, I promise. And I am not using anything. Yeah, so he, Fuck. He, he backs off of him, and he just takes both his hands and just swings down in one... And it cuts. And it cuts deep. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> but we didn't know that. Yeah, uh, to suffice it to say, I'd be bloodied. Mm-hmm. Blood dripping oh. out of all all your face orifices, but you're still blind rage half? fury. Uh, it would have been if you uh, weren't fighting a literal god. Oh, well, I didn't have to know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, uh, obviously. Uh, did you Motos really not? Did you not know? <laughs> I have my getting to deal with gods right I now. I had my suspicions. I had my suspicions, but I wanted Moto to find out naturally. As, Moto like, fighting this, a god. Tiny bones. cuts into you. you. You start getting visions of what you went through in that temple. And then the aftermath, as you were looking at everything, you could have sworn you've seen this guy's face there. But not as one of the Templars. Like... Like a blink and you miss it moment, this man was there. And your memory flashes back to other battles that happened during the war. And in the aftermath, some people swear they say 
they saw a man standing amidst the corpses. It matches this description. Alright, uh, Tiny Bones. Yeah. Corvier kneels down and says, I don't know why you are walking around. Tiny keep this, and I like show the pyramid really quick. I figured. I I saw Tiny, you take Tiny Bones keep for now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna stow it away. Uh, Tiny Bones. <sighs> Tiny Bones walk. He fully sits Indian style and just kind of like hunches over. I'll do the same. <laughs> I am aware that it is of magical origin. I wish to know whose. I don't know. From. Is there anything on you that shouldn't be? Other than the pyramid. Yes. I'll point to my chest. <laughs> okay, you see. And, like, he was kind of smiling as you give him the tiny bones answers, and you see his face immediately just drop. What mean? And he stands up again and walks closer to you. He says, May I? Will hurt. <laughs> I don't know. He's a god. <coughs> Fuck <Okay>. that. <laughs> and he reaches in to your chest cavity, <laughs> touches the crystal, and you see, like, as you're just watching it happen, the tips of his fingers disappear, and you see him grip something and start pulling. As you see three red strings come out of this stone. It hurts a lot. <laughs> it is excruciating, and he stops midway, and he says, "That I apologize." Does hurt. <laughs> and he sits down again, and he <laughs> takes off a piece of the mushroom, and he sets it in the ground beneath, it, right next to him, and you see it grows legs. And a little arms. And it salutes. And he looks at it, and you see, like, spores falling from his crown of, uh... Broken Amy. Mushroom. I know, it's great. <laughs> I love this guy so much. <laughs> Someone's been playing a little too much Tiny Tina. <laughs> this was in place way before way Tiny more, Tina. Yeah. It's even better. <laughs> Uh, and this little mushroom thing starts running off and jumps off the cliff. Where go? He's going to check something for me. Oh. Okay. He had a bad week. <laughs> How much do you remember of before? Vomit. You, you tell him all the, like, flashbacks and stuff you have? Yeah. I tell him 
everything I possibly can. As you're as talking, as clear as I possibly can. As you're talking, he holds his hand up and he does some motions with his hand, and you see those images in small circles appearing <laughs> above his palm, and you can see the detail of which you remembered them, mm -hmm. where some people are faceless, and then he tries to focus his power into them and you see the person in like the you look down and you see three different people are in three of these things you are not one whole being Barris <laughs> I would like to take a moment Real quick to recognize <laughs> that this is just the Charlie Brown's Halloween. Everyone's gotten something. It's like, oh, I'm fighting a god. Oh, I'm talking to a god. Uma, I'm going to get to meet the Oracle Lady. I got a rock. <laughs> you, and it's you a pretty like rock. Seeing space. <laughs> like, as you are careening through this expanse of star matter you see that constellation again and it pulls your interest just so tightly yeah, that you no, start rocketing in that direction. And you see forms start to take place where these, these points of light are. They're the eyes of these enormous creatures. Long teeth long necks and at the base of their necks, wings. Uma, the stars... <laughs> the st <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, the stars... The whiplash. ...in jumbled form slowly coalesce into a figure. Uh female figure as it's hard to tell the distance that this person is at but they seem enormous and with your religious background you know you stand in front of Constell herself oh. what are you doing uh, what's up bro is, is she right in front of me do I have what's to like walk to her you can you can't tell the distance at what she is. You just know she is massive. And you see all the points of light making up her form. Her... <laughs> I don't plan to tingle. Uh, where her eyes are are voids of pitch black. Uh... Ready. Uh, hello? I don't know how to talk to a guy. <laughs> Do your best. I mean, Problem hello seems words. like a solid start. Yeah. I... You said hello in this extraordinarily massive figure, raises her hands and waves. Tiny Bones don't know either. <laughs> Is Tiny Bones working? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> She said that in a reference to how she's been talking to a god, which is like that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try walking closer. Okay. You walk on what feels like a solid surface for some time. It doesn't seem like she's getting closer. 
where she's changing in size in any way. Oh. But you just keep walking? So nothing's changed even when I'm walking. As you're walking forward, it looks like she's staying the same size. before eventually if you keep moving you're right in front of her and you can like move around and see more profile and stuff like that and she yeah. is as tall as you are alright yeah one of those distorted pr perspective things yeah Yeah. which is yeah, not great fun. for me because <laughs> it's so hard to picture in my head but yeah <laughs> You walk this black expanse towards the goddess of the stars, and you yeah. are now face to face. Well, uh, I was expecting the oracle, not the actual goddess. Uh... Oh god, I'm drawing a blank in real life. <laughs> you see her pick up the spider and kind of like hold it between her hands as it jumps to her other hand leaving a web behind uh, moto oh. it's your turn <coughs> i'm gonna be swinging <laughs> all of us profound moto i gotta beat the shit out this motherfucker i gotta beat yeah, the dude. shit out of this guy I'm, i don't what I'm doing is profound. Uh, it is. Everything just, Tiny Bones is. is you, just found, you just found out you're like three souls in one body. <laughs> okay. I'm going to swing at him again. I, I don't get advantage on this one, correct? Right. Yeah, this is just normal. Did you add plus two to my last attack roll? Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty-five to hit. Okay, hits. As you are like right up on him, and you're just giving him the business. Thirteen, 13 and a D six. Ow. You Sixteen. Good? Hey, my ring got caught in my hair and it hurt. Uh, eighteen. The sixteen plus two. Yep, yeah, eighteen. Sorry. And I'll be using my bonus action to do a second wind because your boy needs it. So what do I do for that? Do I just roll a d10? Uh, basically. D12? Is it a d12? Should be a d12, right? Uh, I think it says d10, but my hit die is a d12. Your hit die as a barbarian is a d12. It's not hit dice. It's the ability itself is a d10. Yeah. Oh, boo. Hi. Please do well. Oh, okay. I'll nice. add 11. 11? That ain't bad. Yeah. Okay. He is going hold to... my health total. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to... So he's going to... Hold on. I, I walk in there and I'm like, bow! And then I... <laughs> <laughs> And you see, uh, he, <laughs> you know that anime moment where someone gets hit really hard and they skid back, but they didn't move? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just, and he, he takes, he, as he reaches up with his hand, 
his sword disappears and he punches you square in the in the solar plexus. Um, you're no longer raging. As behind you, another moto appears. Oh, it's the Doctor Strange. Larger and angry. Another moto appears behind me, larger and angry, and I'm no longer in rage. You're no longer in rage. Did he knock the fucking rage out of me? <laughs> yes. For a moment, it seems like. <clears throat> it seems he. It seems to have beaten the beast out of my ass. <laughs> Um, okay. And he looks at you square in the eyes and says, find something to fight for. And then he swings with his sword. That comes back as he swings. Uh, that's not good for you. <laughs> I assume... Find uh, something to fight for and then kills you. 20 points of damage? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> What, 20 points of damage? On second thought, please don't come again. That, that was plenty. Plenty. Are you still standing? Yeah. Nice. By two. Uh, you can see other Moto is like trying to run at this man and just throwing furious haymakers, but he can't get past where you are. And for the first time, you see yourself in full battle rage. You experience how horrifying it can be. <clears throat> so this is where Moto turned the tide in himself and starts trying to look out for other people in just number one. Possibly. Yeah, no, that's that's what this is. Yeah, that's, that's what he gets from this. Right. Tiny bones. Corvier is sitting there look, studying everything about these memories. <laughs> Three. And incomplete by the looks of it. Whoever made that, and he points towards the crystal in your chest, they either didn't know what they were doing, or... Or they did, and they are a monster. Um... Question. Hmm? Did all of the stuff that happened in the other campaign, as far as my backstory, still happen? Seems like. Yeah. Um... Tiny Bones only awake. Um, Denier more vacant. More vacant. Explain. Um, Tiny Bones like Tiny Bones no talk. So you are, there are more like you, more skeletal. No, no. Has skin. 
I'm just kind of. Did you did you hear that last one? Mm-mm. Empty. You see his jaw set, and you see his fist kind of clench. Empty. Was that a token phrase? Did she accidentally use a token phrase that let him on? Because that'd be dope. Uh, he looks back over the waves and he seems to be like he gets up and like sits on the edge of the thing and you see him just kind of like contemplating I'll, I'll go sit beside him <laughs> nuzzle him no. don't do that. this is your only chance to fuck a god <laughs> the only the, the only non-bard character in the entire history of D&D to have sex with a fucking deity Jesus. and they're a skeleton um, <laughs> Tiny bones. <coughs> no. If live. Ah. Uh, Herschel. Denier. You see him. I'll be back in a moment, and he leaps into the sea. I don't care about critical role at the moment. <sighs> and you are left alone in your own devices for a moment. Uh, Midge. Yeah. You see. Man, you could only really call them dragons, huh? Uh, no. I can think of several other things to call a reptil or reptile with wings and multiple heads a hydra with they're, wings they're different bodies okay they're not all coalescing into like one one body um the one that's resonating with the mithril in your hand suddenly looks towards you uh and your vision that- flashes with an underground temple with a crystalline dragon face looking at you and beneath it a black mirror with the same constellation spinning in it. Uh, I'm going to try and hum the song that I'm hearing in my hand directed at it. Yeah. One of the one of the lights inside that black mirror lights up a little bit. Mm. But you also see that this constellation is mirrored in the mirror by multicolored other constellations. Um So what color is the dragon like thing constellation? Because you said it was multicolored. Yeah, are each of the constellations a different color? There's one. There's two constellations now. Mm-hmm. The one that you're you saw before is. It's hard to differentiate a little bit of these lights because they're all vaguely towards the white spectrum. Mm-hmm. But the the mithril one that you're looking at is more blue than say the one next. That's you know, uh, a little gold, and then the next one is. Um, <clears throat> Like a bronzish brass. I'm, 
I'm going to, while still holding the mithril in one hand, I'm going to, like, pull the crest that I have that's made from, with gold on it, and I'm going to hum the song that I hear from gold. That one also lights up. Mmm. Mmm. And I'm, like, looking at them both and looking down, and I'm like, okay, 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 uh, 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 I, like, put that back on my, uh, like chest plate and I'm like reaching into a pocket looking around and I'm going to pull out a bit of brass and hum that. Uh, the is bronze a mixture or of brass bronze, and... bronze which, is which one's the alloy bronze and brass okay, so... uh, bronze is an alloy and so technically is brass but it's of but copper yes okay yep so yeah like a like a less gold more red-ish one starts mm-hmm. humming when you do that uh, the song is different. Imperfect, yeah. but different. Okay. Uh. Oh. And I'm like looking at these. Brass. Um. Uh, I like think back to uh my like foraging, especially when I was younger and like when I had first gotten to and started forging with other metals and I'm gonna hum the sound that I hear with steel and iron uh, with iron another one to slide up okay so there's two more um let's roll iron um hmm God. Uh, uh, there's there's one more. There's one more? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the Song of Steel would be just a hybrid of iron. Steel plus carbon. Iron plus carbon. Um, uh, oh, God. Actual forging things. Brain, please fucking work. Uh... Roll a wisdom for me. Mm-hmm. 17. Okay. As you're looking at these lights kind of like spiraling, like they, they went from like this mass of stars into like a circle as they are pinging each song you, you start singing. The brightest one in this constellation... It is a song you haven't particularly heard because you haven't encountered this metal yet. But it is pure. The song is otherworldly almost. Mm. Uh, uh, and I'm going to look at the like face of the uh, dragon-like thing, but what, what is that? And I'm going to look at him like, what is that? <clears throat> uh this face that's over the uh over this mirror mm-hmm. shifts looks down and bares its teeth and lunges forward and swallows you whole that that's fine okay i'm not even gonna like resist it i'm like uh bitch ask me another question yeah, yeah you wake up with a start in the room where the ingot was anyone else in there um, lady, lady, 
lady, lady. Uma. She's yes. playing with the spider as it's making. Oh, do a I web still have the mithril real quick? Yeah, you have a small you okay. get a mithril. Uh, that's that's going in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, perfect. No, you're good. Go ahead. Is she doing like some cool hand tricks? Yeah, she's basically like Jacob's, Jacob's laddering <laughs> stuff with the web. And then she reaches down in front of you and pulls a string as it's coming from your chest. And she adds it to the loom that she's making. Do I feel anything when she does Not really. Uh, you see her as she's like plucking these strings. She'll throw one and you see tiny bones. And she'll pick up another one. You see Moto. And she'll pick up another one. You see Varys. And then she pulls the last one in her hands and it pulls you forward slightly. So was she casting them out of it? What? No, you can see they're okay. like, the okay. string is still We're... going towards right. like this knot. Uh... You're muted. Uh, am I muted? No, uh, Roger is. And it's I'm talking to Heather out. without interrupting you all. Oh, okay. So, uh, can I go to the knot? Like, sure. You walk forward towards, like, where she's holding, and there's that, where all the uh, cords kind of come together. What do you do? Mm. Am I allowed to touch a god's thread? Like, uh, can I do that? Out. Are you uh, trying? Yeah. Okay, you raise your hand and you touch it. You hear a thwoom. As you kind of like let your finger on it and it feels taut and it kind of sounded like a guitar string, honestly. Go and play a sick banjo with all her <laughs> face strings. Devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, I'll strum on them a little bit. So you just kind of like pluck your fingers over them? You can yeah. see. <laughs> the yeah. god's smile but lets you do it <laughs> alright uh. you see the yeah, you see the spider like crawling around the, uh, the strand going between each strand and it comes to rest in front of you on the knot can I unravel the knot? Do you want to? I kind of do. So you reach for the knot and you start like pulling the threads a little bit and you can feel strange. You start to feel strange as you start unraveling the knot and you look at tiny bones and it starts to get the image of tiny bones starts to get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer as you start pulling at this knot. As if I'm forgetting her, or just seems like I'm. I'm leaving. Not be. <laughs> uh, disassociation. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm gonna walk up to Constale. It's a long shot. Sure. I'm I'm being awkward in real life because I really don't know what to say to a god, let alone one that hasn't spoken to me. They're just a person. <sighs> kind of. This seems super appropriate. Continue. Hell yeah, you're doing good. <laughs> She's amused as fuck. Like this is great. <laughs> uh, can I pull my journal out and show her the code? You want to show Constell the the coded words, the cipher? Yeah. Never know. Her head slightly, and she reaches for Tiny Bones' thread and plucks it. God stuff. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. I'm <laughs> bursting to talk to you about this, but I can't. Same. Yeah, I, I also same. I think it's time for a break because it's like ten oh five and I'm... We are five minutes past our break. But finish this and Yeah. What what else are you doing in this moment? Uh, that's all I got. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay, right so you now. just kind of like it, it'll I gotta give her go. A couple minutes to think I gotta about go. It. So yeah. bad. Too. Okay. okay. We'll it'll give her a couple minutes to think about it. We'll come back. Right. We'll be right back from our intermission. Enjoy the break.
And we're back. Hooray. Where the Woo. fuck are we? Woo! Uh, me. So you're in front of Constell with the uh, Skang of Fate? Well, I'm going to leave the String of Fate alone. Sure. Uh, I'm going to turn to her and ask her if she knows anything about metal people. She looks and you can see her uh, like go to Tiny Bone Strand and like she's feeling the vibrations coming off of it. Those that have died It's strange. They're removed. Uh, are you talking about tiny bones? And she stretches the tiny bones strand all the way back to where tiny bones is, and you can see three frayed and almost broken strands spinning over each other, forming the cord of tiny bones. long shot but uh do you know who the three people are that makes up tiny bones she goes closer goes to it and you can see like the fraying coming off of it like she takes one of those smaller strings and tries to extend it and it just turns to dust she extends it some more and then there's a metal figure she looks at it curiously. She goes to the next string in the sequence, pulls at the phrase that turns to dust, and she pulls another phrase, and there's another metal person. Your friend is an amalgam. Three of them, but pieces. Amalgam, she say? Amalgam, yeah. Like a mixture. <laughs> wow, this is a lot. <laughs> Just for tiny bones. Uh Long shot question to the DM. Uh huh. Can I ask her where things are at? You can try. Uh, was the book the historical book of mechanisms? The History of Mercantilism by Garen Vandry. Uh, yeah. Would she perhaps know where that book is at? You see her kind of like take a step back from like the loom and she's like and she reaches up and pulls down other looms and she just starts like <laughs> picking things apart and well, searching. Not there. I'm not sorry there. I would help you if I could. And eventually she brings one down and looks at you kind of like pulls your string a little bit and like spreads it out a little bit 
You're in Floris's run, correct? Uh, yes. And she goes back to the starts pulling other <laughs> strings. Otherworldly librarian. She pulls one down and kind of like slings it at the ground where you can see a shop. Um, I... Ho, ho, ho. Okay. <laughs> Go back to meta notes. Yeah. Oh god, I, I'm trying to see if I have any other, some more questions. I do! <laughs> Is there a, like, a limit to questions? At the moment, you don't think there is? Okay. Um, you see the name of the shop is uh, Eurus's Tomes. I'll ask you how to spell that later. Okay. Your is is is. Eurus. And you can see, like, if a god could be sweating, <laughs> she is. <laughs> that took a lot of effort for her to get. Well, uh, I have so many questions <laughs> about everybody in my party, but they'll probably tell me at some point. Uh, Alright. Can you tell me if Lord Luceus is still alive? She kind of like goes to your thread takes an ancillary one off and flushes it out and you see Bentle and you see Luceus and you see Bentle's thread has been cut but Luceus is fine so Bentle's thread's cut uh, could she oh. show me Bentle from the like can that happen like projection like you see like an image of him like he's standing there in the room but you can see like his eyes are kind of glassy and um like the thread that's going to him it's not frayed it is just cut moto it is your turn Okay, so the last thing he, he asked me, or he made a statement right before he hit me last. Mm-hmm. What was the statement? Uh, <laughs> find something to fight find for. Find something to fight for. And then he hit me, and he knocked the the rage out of me. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it at my back. Well, he, he knocked <clears throat> that out first so that you'd actually fucking listen to him. <laughs> We're, we're gonna retcon. We're gonna retcon and say that he did it after that hit. That hit's the one that did it. If that's okay with you, sure. <laughs> so he's knocked the rage out of me, which is the fight that I have. So now it's just Moto separated from his rage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that presents an interesting situation. So get to it. Yeah, it's happened before. Moto's gonna turn around turn his back to whatever god this is that he's getting his dick kicked in by and uh, he's just gonna look at his own 
feral, just <gasps> just trying to swing through. Like it, the fists are kind of going through you as he is just trying to annihilate this person in front of him. It is a horror show. He's gonna fall to his knees and kind of slouch while still like making contact. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna ask. Do I do I really have to be that? Is this all I'm good for? Oh no. Yeah <laughs> Yeah You hear Make it swing. Cry. You clap at me, DM. I will clap back. Good. I like it so much. Uh you hear the armor shifting as you feel the guy kneel next to you. No sword in his hand. It's not what any of us are. That's not all we are. And you see just the look on his face that he's seen something similar to this. I'm gonna look up. What do I call you? Uh, I am Catageist. Catageist. Uh, meta notes? Uh, yep, upwriting him. C A E T I G I S T. And he stands up, and you see his clothes go back to normal. And uh, I'll leave you with this. And the other moto just kind of like stops calms down and looks you dead in the eye and just kind of fades. And then you wake up the next morning. Yeah, that was a good dream. Weird dream. Good dream. Yeah. But now that you are waking up inside the uh, Oracle's chamber, you remember that that happened. Oh, so I woke up and it was kind of like a fleeting dream that didn't yeah, really Yeah, but it was, it was one of those dreams that stuck with you enough to actually, like, form, like, when you were Who talking you to people and you're like, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't want to fight right now. Like, that's not, I don't need to be that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's not trying to be that guy anymore. And that's who you all met, was him not trying to be that guy at the bar. He didn't want to pick a fight. You know, the old man literally cornered him by being a fucking yeah. cunt. And he had to do what he had to do. <clears throat> okay, this is dope. And you, you, you kind of like your finger, your hands are kind of resting on the, uh, on the table, and you can see a little bit of lightning fly through your fingers, just a little bit. Mm. So just enough to let me know that this was, this was a reminder, as it were. Basically, yeah. Okay, and I'm back someone's. in the room now. You are you are now in a room uh, with just a table and some incense burning in front of you. Is about there a drink? <laughs> Not yet. Hello. <laughs> You're waiting for Corvier to reappear, and you, you see the small mushroom uh, climb up. Look around. Be back. <laughs> It just kind of like plops down where it is. I love him. So, 
the image in my brain is tiny bones sitting on the edge of this with their little legs crossed and swinging and then this little mushroom plops down beside them with their little bitty teeny tiny legs yeah barely even coming off the platform just kind of like you know how little kids legs are too small to be on the chairs they just kind of stick out it's doing that he's perfect (laughs) i'll give up the myth Um, roll if i can have him Uh, you see the clouds above kind of like clear away from the ceiling and there are pockets of gems in the ceiling of this massive cavern that you are and they're in the shape of constellations. Um, eventually Corvir does return. We're going. I was looking for something. And he's looking at the at the small mushroom guy, um, and you see like some spores are falling off the mushroom guy and kind of like wafting in his direction. And you see his face go paler than the pale god of death's face already was. Oh, what is? Someone has escaped. A prison. And he looks at your chest and he just um, sighs. Hold on. Um, whenever he says someone has escaped, I'm going to say Sintisi? Sintesis? Sintesis? Sinti? The name rings a bell, but it is not the one that I am thinking of. The one I am thinking of is Zavin, a necromancer from ages past. He perverted the laws of nature and created things such as yourself before. Okay, Loki, I was kind of terrified that my tattoo was the ancient god that someone had let out. (laughs) And that that was who had gotten out. And I was like, oh god. (laughs) I'm glad Moto's not in the scene so I don't have to give you anything. I, I, you wouldn't have to anyway. Just, oh no! I don't believe the necromancer is a giant tentacle. We'll find Z-A-V-I-N. out. Z a v i n, huh? Z a v i n. E n. Zavan. Zavin. Zavan. He's German. I locked him away to prevent further harm from entering your world. So, him gone, him make tiny bones? Possibly. Him... He points to the crystal in your chest and says, If I am correct, that is a part of the prison that was meant to keep him bound. It is now keeping you bound. How? He walks towards you. This is going to hurt much more than it did before. And he reaches in and he pulls one of the strings completely out. 
and your vision goes blurry and you start stumbling and your hand starts falling apart and he holds the shattered bit of soul in his hand and he puts it back into the crystal and your hand reforms and your vision clears inside what what happens him die what happens tiny bone he die I don't think it's connected to him in that way anymore. He seems to have found a way to release himself of this particular shackle. Him dying is the reason why he is in the prison, was in the prison. He He has found a way to not die. He used he used metal? Not particularly. Yeah. He is more of a bone and obsidian worker. I would have said sinew and stone, but who's counting? <laughs> it's a great metal band. Oh, dude, that would be a great metal band. Tiny bones can stop? Dibs. If you can find him. Where is? He just looks at you blankly. Just. <laughs> if I had known. I thought he was in the prison until just now. <laughs> can find. Tell Uma? You tell Uma. If if Tiny Bones find Uma tell you, you find tell he Uma. He gets tell down him. on one knee and he reaches into your pocket where you place the uh, the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Give him this. It should weaken him enough for me to put him in the prison again. Uma tell you. Uma will tell me. Um, no metal people? Uh, You know metal people. I don't know of any metal people other than what Uma has written in her journal. And he kind of like waves his hand through the air and grabs a journal that looks just like Uma's. He starts flipping through it. (gasps) This bitch over here writing to him? What? Nobody else knows this. Each day she writes her prayers to Corvier. It's her life story. My guys, there's lore. Um, Uh Okay, can we take a second to just express our feelings for Tiny Bones going to your boss and being like, dude, she's a fucking bro. (laughs) I love her. I I trust her with Corvier. Like, Like, I hope you get a raise from this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Raise. Dead. (laughs) I'm funny. <laughs> I was I was trying to be straight face when you said Boo. Uma Uma put note journal. Uma copy note journal? 
Yes. Can read. No. This is hers and hers alone to share. No. Tiny Bones no read journal. You read note. Boom or write journal. Metal people. He flips through it and he points to a <clears throat> section. Yeah, metal people. The, she described a metal person. Cypher. Cypher? Cypher. Cypher in journal. Did you put the entire cipher in the journal? She did copy the entirety yep. of the cipher in the journal. And it also has, real fast, uh, <laughs> let me find it, representative con in construction for you. This code we got so far. <laughs> Fuck this whole book. He's just going to give it to us. Hmm. Hmm. I can read the language as it is, and he shows you that page because it's just those pages where she is uh like translated it to a different language mm -hmm. that he helped her do that mm -hmm. oh um, that's dope. i can't put it in a way that makes sense currently well that's usually how it works with the key right no right i need the, I need the key no right way makes sense tell tiny bones tiny bones so Uma makes sense? That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> you just confused the god! <laughs> Corvier's been good this whole time and now he's just like, uh, what the fuck yeah, did you just say? He's, he's, he just found out someone escaped a prison. He's got all this shit. He's got you. <laughs> Infinite wisdom of the universe. Death, life, the afterlife. Cannot carry on a ten-minute conversation with Tiny Bones. <laughs> That's a whole I ass never mood. Never once said that these gods are infinite wisdom. <laughs> nope. Oh, That's, they live That's... for eternity. That's the god of wisdom. Ah. ah. Oh. Okay. Corby. No, tell Uma. <laughs> he Corby. He like cocks his head. Corby. It's like uh. <laughs> Corby, tell Uma. Makes sense. Corby makes sense. Tiny bones? Tiny bones tell Uma. I am going to be honest. I am completely lost in this conversation. No right makes sense. Tell makes sense. It is. The words are a jumble on this page. Like it goes like machine roadway like it's just a bunch of words that don't make any sense together they're not a coherent sense you need the no. key to turn it into Kobe. no Kobe no tell tiny bones tiny bones no tell Uma no so what okay. she was saying was no shut up okay <laughs> better this way it's so much better this way Did she but just like... confused the dm and a god yes <laughs> the same yes. time oh <laughs> he, is, he is looking at you just trying to make the thread just trying to grasp something just snaps fingers you're like I, I understand completely what she's saying too. Same. about it I don't, I don't at all 
I will tell you after the session. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, co- so no, Kobe, no tell. Uh, Kobe had question. Tiny Bones asked question. Kobe, not many. I've learned more in the past 20 minutes than I have in over 100 years. Surprisingly, from this conversation. Read a book, fucking nerd. Oh boy. He does read books. Oh, he does. I wish a motherfucker would say that to him. Holy fuck. Come come take a walk in my library. Ah. Kobe, more questions? Once you find those you are seeking. Good job. <laughs> so the, the mushroom guy just kind of like skids out on the floor. He's running around like, oh man. <laughs> back in here. Falls face first, looks down, looks up at him, slowly gets back up. Oops. Find the ones you are searching for. And more answers you will have for me. Okay. Uh, Tiny Bones tell Kobe's secret Uma journal? You you can keep your own. And he hands you a small black book. Yes! Oh my fucking god. <laughs> the grave domain. <laughs> Not yet. But like, hey, a prayer's a prayer, my guy. <laughs> All right, uh, Uma. Sorry, I have a question, but I don't know if I'm metagaming or not, so uh, I'm just going to mark that out, because I'm not 100% sure. I mean, you can always ask it. You can ask. I was going to ask where the fire dude's brother was, if she knew that. She, she, you yeah, just she knew ask, that. Where's that fire guy's brother? Uh, f- for... <laughs> Famaris? Famaris? Famaris was the name of the fire guy. His brother's name was Uk something or Umira or Ukuru. Urbosk. Urbosk, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if I was around when he said that. You were. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, can I ask that? She looks at you and says, This will be the extent of my ability. Oh. Well, uh. This is a big question, a big ask. That's all I'm saying. I'm literally going to mute my mic so I don't say anything dumb. Oh, man. And I had, I had two questions left, and one was about the rumor. Which one? The Red Sun. Is she knew anything? Uh. I'm gonna have to ask where Fumeus' brother is. He's living. He, she, goes to your string, follows it back up to the cord, and starts like twisting around. And goes to Moto's, and kinds to take another weird thread and slings it, and you see Fumeus. 
and you see him in a way you haven't seen him before. You can see a golden crown on his head. You can see him in royal. I knew it. Royal, <laughs> royal, <laughs> royal clothes, and she pulls slightly to the right, and you can see someone much bigger, and much angrier. You can see Urbosk, Thamiris's brother, next in line for the throne, aka the thickness. The thickness. And you can see blood on his hands. And you can see she brings out another string and casts it. And you can see her falter as she does. And you see a large city comprised of different, like, different architecture altogether in different spots. Like, it's sectioned off pieces of the city. He is engineer. Wait, like destroyed Denier? We don't know this, Roger. I'm asking a question, Captain. Yeah, no, shut <laughs> up. Mute the mic, damn it. <laughs> you see one section of Denier is underneath the bubble. Like a magical force field is over one section of Denier. This is so good. Great. It's fantastic. Oh, man. So that just happening. means investment, and I like it. <laughs> oh, there's so much happening. There, this is Lord Dump, motherfucking Lord Dump. Uh, oh. Oh. She uh, says, thank, thank you so much for everything. We shall talk soon. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> so you, you just kind of like you're standing there and you can see the stars become singular points on her again as she disperses back into the form of a constellation. And you open your eyes one more time and you are in that room with the incense burning in front of you. Your journal open and whatever you needed to write down, written down. You were taking notes while you were sleeping. <clears throat> Tiny bones. As you listen to the waves and you're looking at the, the constellation and gems above you, Corvier <clears throat> He's still trying to process half the conversation. <laughs> and he looks at some of the, like, as more of the uh, fog and clouds get wiped away from the uh, constellation, he says, that is our time, I'm afraid. And he stands up. Uh, one more question? Uh, you know way keep people no hear. No Irma, hearing. At any point, did you write down in your journal about, like, the magic of people? Like, during that short rest, did you t write down, like, you were being spied on? 
checks the actual notebook. Yeah, it's great. Oh no. I wrote it down now. Sweetheart? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I thought you was talking <laughs> Tingle. Oh. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Zone the fuck out. I, I was the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I thought you was talking Tingle. I'm so sorry. It's all good. <laughs> this game rules. Uh, I asked if there was at any point you wrote in your actual journal to Corvier about like uh, Tiny Bones getting spied on during that like short rest you had. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like everything that I've we've been through and we found out. That's where I write in that journal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he would have known that they were being spied on. He would. I don't have anything in my power to do so. No, we're fine. <clears throat> is he? This thing can do. He looks over as a shade appears, and you recognize the face of uh, Lord Bentel. He looks curiously. His son. Uh, okay. I was about to say, who looks curiously? Uh, Corvier looks curiously at the shade of metal. Oh, uh, metal, metal people. Metal people do that. He. One moment. <laughs> he likes talking to the ceiling <laughs> and <laughs> he goes to uh, Bentel and you see him like do what he, he did to you but uh, Bentel's comes out in like an aquamarine flame like this mm -hmm. big where yours was like separate teeny tiny uh, sharks tiny, yeah. tiny he bones raises up the flame and you see the I didn't plan for this, but here we go, boys. Uh, <laughs> you see the study of Lord Bentel. You've been in it before. Oh. You see him set down his pencil as he hears something down the hall. And he gets up, starts heading it down, and he hears fighting in the next room. He rushes in and sees Luceus covered in cuts, punching at what looks to be the captain of the guard, the night guard who is wielding daggers in both hands made of ethereal light and a smile on his face. Oh, fuck you. I know that <laughs> smile. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, motherfucker. That assassin is an assassin, my guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, as they're fighting, you see the assassin kind of grin a little and throw a dagger at um, Lord Bentel. And he catches it in his chest. And he crumples. And then the vision just kind of fades. Okay. How in... So... Roger. Roz told us about this, right? Mm -hmm. 
Roz told you that he saved a girl trying to save the queen. But didn't you say, didn't you tell us that there was a tiefling that attacked? Roz did say that there was a tiefling that attacked him, but he didn't say anything about the lord. He only spoke about the queen and the princess. What? What? He didn't know that there was a lord. He never met him. We're, we're in two different places. I'm talking about the... The assassin. Oh, did you well, describe the assassin? Did you describe the oh, assassin? Oh, yeah. He looked just like Roz. Is that what I saw? He didn't look like Roz. He looked like the other noble that was heading towards the palace that you outran. Would have also described the daggers because they were distinct and would have mm -hmm. dis also described the grin because it was haunting. Yeah. So, so is this what Roz... Am I seeing what Roz described? The same creature? For a moment, like, as soon as that smile happens, you know for sure this is probably the same person. Okay. Um, with metal people, uh, kill lady. Kill Queen Denier. Uh, you see the, the, like a sparkle go across all of the, uh, all of the uh, gems in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I can't. I don't have the time to answer your question. No. Um. Person kill. Bental kill. Queen Denier. Same person. He, you see him kind of like he's, he's now stuck between a rock and a hard place and says, like, I will look into it I will try to answer as best I can no no answer is is true is person you know for person fact. killed both okay and you the the world around you starts getting dark <laughs> Bye. He, he just kind of like puts his hand up and says bye and you wake up like there's no incense in this room uh, you land with your feet on the grounds like you just jumped into this into this room okay you all walk out of your respective rooms um, nice parlor I'm still yelling for lady yeah no she's in the parlor <laughs> she's can I help you Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh. Oh God. So many questions. I have to be smart about this. I um. I... Um. Uh. I hold out the mithril. Can I keep this? Yes. That's Good. Different. That's the most important question. <laughs> um. <laughs> these constellations. Hmm? What are they? I know they're constellations, but what do they represent? The past. Okay. Um. Um. And I like. I look around. I'm guessing I don't see that constellation anymore, do I? Not at the moment, no. Oh god, there was a constellation that there, it like lines drew together, and there was these weird serpent, like I think lizard things with wings. Um, uh, do you know anywhere where I can find out more about a, the constellation? Search, search for the serpents of Cos. Oh. Serpents. Also, what was the name of that guy again? I'm going to write it in my own notes. Which one? 
C or K A T C A E T I G. I just realized why that name sounded familiar this whole time. Why is that? Widowgeist. Oh, yeah, no, it's not Widowgeist. C A E T I G I S T. I'll fix the spelling later at some point. The Serpents of. Callus. Callus? Callus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> As in the crown. Hey, buddy, there you go. <laughs> the Archon of the Mountain. Yeah. Okay. Um, um. Is Moto's currently at the health points that he's at from the fight? Because yeah, he's going to fall. Up. He's going to fall out of his room. Like he's I, not he's not walking well. He literally yeah. tumbles and falls to the ground. I see yeah. that. You remember waking up that day like you now remember that day so vividly, like you woke up fine. <clears throat> nothing like it was a weird dream, that was it. No cut, nothing. Right now in this moment you have a large cut. You have lightning burns. <laughs> Your clothes <Yeah>. are smoking. <laughs> uh I look at him and go, Oh, Oh. Okay, so, um, would just would any books have that? Any libraries? It, oh, I've, I've. Are there others <laughs> like me? He just says, murmuring to himself. Are you asking that of the lady? Yes. I do not know. I'd hate and, to point out the hippo at the bottom of the room. Roger, yeah, he's, but... he's dying. He's <laughs> he fine. Was, he was doing a thing. I know. I'm being silly. He's dying. He will die. I don't care right now. I'll stabilize him. <laughs> now that we're all together deciding what we're about to do next, we're going to call it here for the night. Yeah. Uh, can we cure yeah. Moto before? Yeah. Like... <laughs> you really want to spend the spells yeah. and stuff? Cure Moto. I, and then... I, I am going to walk over. You want to spend a spell? <laughs> spend a spell. <laughs> That's fine. All right. I'm going to cure runes on Moto. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you got 10 back, bud. I'm I'm also gonna pump uh, two no, healing. No spells. Oh, no? no spells. Um I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna use uh, oh, hit dies. Oh true. We we have you a rest, rest coming most likely. Yeah, you're gonna, okay. you're gonna short rest there. Yeah in the um, in the lobby. <clears throat> before we end, because I just I don't wanna forget it between now and the next session. Uh -huh. Um I would like to relay to Uma what I saw happen with Fentel. And then try drawing a picture of the assassin. Okay. Uh, as you're drawing, roll a d, roll a dexterity check for me. That's a save. But it was a twenty. <laughs> it's fine. You got a twenty. Uh, Varus, you know that guy. Yeah. He was the captain of the night guard. Yeah, I do. You don't know him as intimately as you did before in the other, in the uh, whoopsie campaign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know him. You've made probably the armor that he was wearing in that image. I'm, uh, I'm especially focusing on the smile because that was the part that made me realize it was the same person. Uh -huh. So I'm making sure the smile. I look at That's that. That's the part that I got the 20 on. <laughs> yeah. I look at that. I look at Tiny Bits. Uh, that like, guy doesn't smile like that. <laughs> no. That's who killed Lord Bentle. Kill Lord. Kill Bentle. And Denier. 
point in here. Okay. Oh god. Sorry, Roger. <laughs> you got three twenties. You don't get health now. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um. Uh, also, everybody levels up to level four. Oh yes. my god! Oh, it happened. I need to talk to you about that. Okay. So yeah, is no, this, we we is need this to a World of Warcraft level up. Because <laughs> I can't gain health. What? In World of Warcraft, whenever you level up, you gain all yeah. your health back. Oh, okay, that's great. Well, your your clerics were healing you. Fuck it, go back. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> I got ten for you. Okay, that's all I need. I'm good. Get the okay. ability score increase. Yeah, Tingle, I've got ideas for a rogue subclass that would. Uh... <laughs> well, first, let's close out yeah. before yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Bye This has been wonderful tonight. Thank you all for hanging out, and we will see you all next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.